Ray, you know what makes me happy? I think I do, but I want you to tell me. Our season three sponsor, Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Oh my gosh, that makes me happy too. Yeah, you know, we visited this place a while back for the first time, and every time we make a trip down to Texas, we go out of our way to go to Roy City, Texas. Uh, I mean, it's like, what, an hour uh, east of the Dallas-Fort Worth area? It is. It's not that far out of the way at all. It's right off of I-30. Yeah, and dude, this is... I, I don't know how to describe how great this barbecue is. The brisket, the turkey, the pulled pork. I, I I have yet to have anything that wasn't just really, really darn good, man. And I got to tell, tell everybody, Wednesdays, that's the key, right? We, uh, yes, there's something special every Wednesday, Mike. Tell them about it. It's it's the barbecue burrito. So, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's... This thing, I, I watched it on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, I've, I've watched it for like a couple of years before I actually got there on a Wednesday because, you know, you and I usually pop in like on a weekend, but we finally got there on a Wednesday and I got to have this burrito and it is out of this world. No, I agree, dude. It's life changing. It's like, it's one of those burritos you don't realize will change the path of your life until you have it. And then the sun gets brighter, the clouds part, your belly gets full. And somewhere angels appear and just start singing to you. It's that kind of barbecue burrito. So Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Uh, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, They're in Roy City, Texas. They're about to open a brick and mortar, a new brick and mortar spot there in Roy City. You're going to have some great craft beer and some of the best Texas barbecue you've ever had. Check them out. Follow them. And when you're in the area, stop by and tell them. Mike and Big Race at you from Craft Beer Bucket List. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Welcome, everybody, to Craft Beer Bucket List, where Big Ray and Mike, we, uh, we sample beers you have to try before you die, and then we rank them. We put them on our list or we don't put them on our list, but uh, either way, we make it happen. Right, Ray? Absolutely right. We make it happen. Uh, you know what? And uh, I'm so proud of us. We're, we're, we're into season three now. We're like, so this isn't this isn't just the beginning anymore, right? We're into it. We are all uh, into it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Man. Um, before we get started too far down the line, I want to give a couple of quick shout outs. And uh, you, you may have somebody you want to give a shout out to folks that... Uh, we've gotten a lot of, uh, love on social media. Uh, so I got a couple of them here real quick. I've got, um, I want to give a shout out to the Brewers daughters out of Kentucky. Uh, that's a dynamic duo, just like us. Um, they like a lot of our posts and they interact with us a lot. And I really appreciate that. And then our very own smallest Mike, uh, he's at Kentucky hoppiness. Um, you know, he's, dude, he's a huge advocate for craft beer um, where, wherever he's at and he's just a good dude. Um, so, uh, smallest Mike, if you're out there, uh, listening, uh, just know that we appreciate you. And then, uh, okay. So do you have anybody you want to give a quick shout out before we move forward? Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, so Colorado beer hunter, yeah. uh, absolutely love seeing them. I like all of our posts and the interaction there. And also a, we drink GA. We drink so, GA. All right. Yeah. I like, uh, I, I didn't realize this till I wrote them down, but those are both kind of state centric, uh, yeah. names, but they show up a lot in our Instagram feed and, uh, also our, our engagement. And I like that. So thank you to, to both of you guys. 
you know, for supporting uh, what we do and uh, keeping us motivated to do more and do better. And those are both great states, Colorado and Georgia, right? I mean, they're oh. both cool states. Uh, agreed. Yes. Um, I, I need a. I haven't. The last time I was in Georgia, I went to Athens and uh, visited uh, Creature Comforts there, right? Right. Um, and, and some other spots. But I just remember uh, thinking Athens was so cool, uh, such a cool town. And in Colorado, it's been a minute since I've been there. I think the last time I was there, I was actually in, uh, it may have just been the Denver area, but I've been to Fort Collins recently as well. So, uh, so anyway, so back to the podcast. Um, yeah, man. Um, so every podcast this season, we're going to give away stickers uh, to some lucky folks. And um, this week we have stickers from Anthem Brewing um, out of Oklahoma. So uh, in your home state there. Uh, yes. But yeah, so Anthem hooked us up with some stickers. We're going to pass it on. Uh, Ray, why don't you tell us how, or tell the readers how, or the readers, the listeners. The readers. Yeah. Tell the listeners how they can get that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd love to do that. So uh, every episode, you're going to hear the same thing. So if you don't already follow us on Instagram, do that. Look for a craft beer bucket list and then send us a message uh, saying you want some stickers from Anthem Murray. So the only catch. The only catch is you. we need to see your response within one week of the air date of this podcast. So we don't want anybody in 2023 saying, hey, guys, can I have some Anthem beer stickers? And we're going to be like, uh, love you guys. But we, we, we got rid of those two years ago. Yeah. Sorry, so we're out. So wherever you're listening to us, whether, you know, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, be sure to check the air date. Right. And make sure that your message lands within seven calendar days of the air date because likely they're going to be gone in the first couple of days anyway. That's just how it goes. Um, but yeah, hit, hit us up as quickly as possible. So we're not going to sell your information or blah, blah, none of that. We don't care about that. We just want to get out some cool brewery stickers to you guys. And that's, and that's what it's all about is just, you know, connecting with the folks and that's what these breweries are trying to do too. So, um, you know, we're just trying to help spread the love all around, right? No, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell us what beers we're drinking? So I don't want to say it, Mike, but I feel obligated at this point. Okay. We have a solid lineup. <laughs> you knew it was going to happen. Yeah, it's all right. I'm down. So, but uh, tonight our shared beer is going to be from Cabin Boys out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. We're trying their Felix at Tenebris. I believe your beer is going to be the Rough Tail Polar Eclipse. Mm-hmm. And I have the Velvet Nitro from Ailsmith. Oh, sorry, the Black Velvet Nitro from Ailsmith Brewing. Yeah, I just realized uh, I had a typo on our show notes there, too. <laughs> yeah, the Vel- Velvet yeah, Velvet yeah. Nitro. I, you know, I'm not perfect. It's, I try, I, but you know. Hey, you know what? It's all good, man. I, I knew what it was. I've got the, yeah. the beer can in front of me. Um, but, hey, it, it is what it is, man. So, uh, I say, uh, you know, we get started. You want to do the first opening of the can? Yeah, just you can show me up again. May- maybe. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens here. You ready? And that was a whole lot of nada. That was had a weak start and a better finish. I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay, here we go. You ready? Do it. Oh, that's kind of sad too. Hmm. I think you actually won that one. I'll give you it to you. 
Wow, that's that's sad because mine was weak sauce. Well, so was mine. But it happens. Yeah. It happens. So uh, we have the Cabin Boys, uh, Felix at Tenebris, at Tenebra. Um, this is an American stout. It's an orange American stout, right? It is. So, um, so I'll let you take a drink there, and I'll kind of read what's got here. It's so it's Latin for happy and dark. Um, you know, Cabin Boy says this. This is a dark, roasty, chocolatey beast. Uh, the darkness of the stout comes from uh, some complex malt variations, uh, just giving it some depth of flavor. And the, uh, you know, the happiness comes from the orange slices that they put in there to give it, you know, a little bit different uh, flavor and clean finish and all that. So, um, you know, this is this is kind of a unique beer. Um, I don't, you know, I've seen different stouts out there and um, I think this one's pretty unique. Uh, and Cabin Boys is there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, you can find them, uh, at cabin boys brewery. Um, so this is the beer and it's at 8.7%. Uh, so it's a little bit of a, a little bit boozier of a beer. Oh, and I'd expect that from a stout. I think most of us do. So, uh, have you, have you had this one before, Mike? I don't remember if, if you've had these. Yeah. So, uh, I had this one a while back, so I've had it before. Okay. So something that, that I think we need to mention, this is a, for Kevin boys, this is a seasonal offering, right? Um, and it's typically available from November through January. Okay. Yeah. And so right. by the time this airs, it's going to be well past when they're available. Um, you know, if you're in Oklahoma, you might see some on the shelves after that. Um, but I mean, really anything from Kevin boys gets picked up pretty quick. They're, they're very popular here. Um, but it's something to think about, you know, for uh, next winter, if you're in the state of Oklahoma and who knows, maybe by then they'll distribute, you know, farther than our state. Um, but this, I, so just look for it. Uh, it's, it's a, I don't know that I've seen another orange stout. Yeah. I'm sure they're out there, but it's, uh, and I may have seen them. I don't know what this is like. I saw this before. I'm like, dude, I, I wish you'd like to try this. I don't believe I've had one of these. So, yeah. So. Um, I don't remember when that I had one of these previously, but I know, I know I have before. Um, so when, you know, when you, when you pick this out, I was like, all right, yeah, I'm down. Um, I, I don't remember, you know, I, I don't remember it specifically, uh, as far as like, um, rating it like we do on here, but I remember enjoying it. So, uh, so I'm interested to hear what you have to say about it. Yeah. So right off the top, you, you get the classic stout flavors and it is, you know, I can go in you get the chocolate, the coffee, some of the roasted notes definitely uh, come in here, but the, the happiness that they call it really comes, you know, from the orange that's in it and it's not overpowering, but it's definitely there and it plays well with the other flavors that are there. So you're getting some orange? I am. I'm not getting any orange. Oh no. It's okay. I'm so I'm getting you know the 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 coffee uh the roasted coffeeness uh the roasted coffee aspects of it and I get a little bit of um like the sweeter vanilla so maybe it's like it, in all honesty it tastes like you know you can get those uh those flavored ground coffees like the like a vanilla coffee you know so that's what it kind of reminds me of. Right. Um, 
and then um, kind of like a, I don't know, the roastiness is coming on a little strong with some of the, the I don't know, the roastiness comes on a little bit stronger as the as it goes through too. Um, it's got kind of a medium body with the mar- you know the medium carbonation. Um, I'm wondering is you know I'm because I'm holding it in my hand and I'm gonna try to you know give it some uh, warm it up a little bit as we're sitting here. But so far I'm not getting any orange out of it for me. But the rest of the beer, I, I mean, beyond that, I'm enjoying it. Oh, sure. No, I'm with that. And, and I have to say, it's not an overpowering orange flavor, um, which which I like. You know, I've talked about having some, uh, you know, blood orange IPAs. And uh, God bless the breweries. I'm not going to call anybody out here. But I feel like they tried too hard or they added too much orange peel into the mash or however how they really make it. I'm not a brewer. And uh, you just get like nasty orange rind in your beer. It's like, oh. So uh, I, I got it. I got it. So what, so what okay. I did is I, I, I drank, I put some in my mouth and I let it swish in the back and then I pushed it up toward the tip of my tongue. Boom. I got the, uh, the orange soda. Mm. So it's there. So, but I let it sit in the back and I pushed it up to the tip of my tongue and boom, hit me like a freight train. There you go. Listen, I'm glad you got it out. I mean, of course, with the stout, it's one of those beers. I don't just drink these. I always put it in my mouth and let it sit for a minute. There's always yeah. some sort of flavor that's going to come out as it warms up in your mouth. Yeah. If it's made well anyway. Sure. Um, that'll happen. And uh, this this is just like that. I get some of those flavors, and some of them are a little more pronounced the longer you leave it sit in your mouth. Um, like I didn't get some of the vanilla at first. After a few times washing around in the old mouth hole, and leaving it sit there, it's like, oh, you know what? There's some subtle vanilla in this as well. And I think that's a flavor that pairs well with orange, you know, coffee and chocolate. It's just like, ooh, big, happy, citrusy, stouty family. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. Um, so overall, I, I mean, I really like this beer. I think the body um, is is right there in the middle, which I like. Um, you know, if, if it's going to be a little bit more of a serious stat, I would want a little bit more body to it, but I think it's balanced for what it is. Um, I'll be honest, this just does not taste to me like it's that high, uh, in the ABV. So, um, I think that's a testament to some of what they're doing with the, you know, balancing the different flavors that kind of, you know, you, you're not overwhelmed by the, the booziness. Right. Um, no, it's and- masked very well in the beer. Yeah, and, and that's easier to do with the stout, obviously. But uh, I think it, you know, almost, you know, when it's almost nine percent, that I think that you got to start thinking about some of those things. Um, but so overall, I mean, I, I think it's a solid beer. Um, I, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and rate it if that's all right. I'm gonna give it an eight point five. Whoa! Yeah. Okay, coming out yeah. swinging, bro. No, I think it's a good beer, man. I think it's uh, they've done a good job here. Yeah, so. you know, so I like it. You're right; it's medium body. Um, I believe it's got some moderate carbonation. Yeah. It's not too high. And uh, that's something that we recently discovered with some other beers is just a little over carbonated. And it yeah. killed from the flavors. This one is is on point for me for a stout. And uh, I, I, I like that. So, and I'm with you. This doesn't feel or taste too boozy. I mean, I think the IBUs are on point. This comes in at 26, uh, which to me seems perfect for a stout like this. Yeah. So I think I'm going to echo you, Mike, 
uh, with an eight point five. Okay, yeah, all right, uh, solid, solid score. And uh, the can art, which I love also, uh, Cabin yeah. Boys. You can always look at their can art and just know it's theirs. And the pictures are never really the same, but just the artistic style. It just from can to can to can, style to style, beer to beer. You can always just look and know it's from the same artist or set of artists. And this one, just with the the half of an orange sphere upside down with a campfire on top of it, I think is pretty cool. That uh, just reminds me of winter time and hanging out outside by the fire, and uh, and just get some nice orange with that. So yeah. I think it plays well with the beer and the, the time of year I would like to drink this. And uh, so again, good, good job to those guys. No, absolutely. You know the the, the only thing um, that, as far as the can art goes is uh, that I would like to add to that. The only thing I'd like to add is you know as you rotate the can they've got a little bit of more information about what kind of glass to pour it in oh, um, right. you know and all that kind of stuff so I, I think they do a good job at using the space well um you know uh you know, as far as the artwork goes you know i think they're going for a certain aesthetic uh certain vibe uh so they're they're getting that but um so i i think it's on point you know um i like the little bit of a i don't know i, I like the the what do you call it, like the matte finish uh, nest to it as well. Sure. So, uh, so, okay. So it's time to pick a song that you would pair with this beer. Yeah. And, uh, it's funny for me. Uh, I mean, we're talking about an orange beer, yeah. but the song I would pair with this is called yellow by Coldplay. Oh, really? Okay. I did not expect that. Yeah. It's just one of those, like, this is a super chill beer. It's just like, you know what I mean? This is one of those songs. It's just like, has a great storyline, which doesn't really pair well with the beer, but just the, the vibe and the sound to me just goes great with this beer. Yeah. I know, uh, I know I'm, yeah. I'm a huge guy. Sorry for that noise. I just dropped something on my desk. My apologies. Um, but no, it's like, I, yeah, that word. I know I'm a huge guy. I probably, you know, statistically shouldn't like Coldplay, but I do. <laughs> I like their music. Judge me. I don't care. I do what I want. I don't think anybody's judging you. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to, for, for my song, I'm going to pick the Marshall Tucker band fire on the mountain. Uh, oh, okay. So, so when I see the fire, I don't know why it just popped in my head. And, and I, and I think for, for either of our songs, you know, folks can go check those out on the, the interwebs and whatnot, but uh, I'm going to pick Marshall Tucker band fire in the mountain. There you go. So, yeah. So, but we both gave it an 8.5. So, which means it got an overall an 8.5, which is a, Really good score. It is. It absolutely lands a place on the craft beer bucket list. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we're at, man. Yeah. That's where we're at. Yeah. So I think that was a solid review. Great beer, Mike. But it's that time. We have to take care of our sponsors. Let's play a quick commercial, and you and I will be right back. Okay. Hey, this is Big Ray, and I am proud to announce another one of our Season 3 sponsors, Dronicle LLC based right out of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Dronicle is one of the premier aerial photography and videography companies that you'll find in all of Northeast Oklahoma. From high-resolution stills to 4K quality video, find Dronicle on facebook.com slash Dronicle, D-R-O-N-E-O-C-L-E. If you don't need any drone work done, give them a follow, like their work, and tell all your friends, dude, Dronicle sponsors my favorite craft beer podcast, Craft Beer Bucket List. Ray? 
Mike. Your love is better than ice cream. I don't know. I've, I just had that song stuck in my head for a minute, so I thought I'd sing it to you. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you did. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. You like Sarah McLaughlin music, right? Um, sometimes. Okay. Well, I mean, right. sometimes, yeah. Fair enough. Um. So anyway, we, we won't talk. This is not a um a time to be talking about Sarah McLaughlin songs because they're kind of sad overall. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. So like usually I, I put those on when I'm kind of depressed and feeling bad in those yeah. Yeah, those songs. I mean, it's not, nothing against Sarah McLaughlin. This is not here a bashing session. Yeah. It's just her, her music tends to strike a certain chord in me, at least the songs I know. Sure. And, um, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So anyway, welcome back to the podcast. Um, you know, uh, we've got a couple beers here that we're going to drink. Um, Ray's got L Smith brewing their black velvet nitro. And I've got rough tail brewings, polar eclipse, um ray since you won the first round uh, i think you can go first on the second round of opening the beer all right i, I think i could do that maybe it'll be better i think i think possibly let's uh let's give it a go mike yeah oh my i'm, I'm excited for this one dude Ooh. how that was good all right. Let me hear yours, man. Let's, let's see what you got, bro. Okay. Oh, big uh, pop. I think you won, though. I think yours wow. is good from the beginning to the end on that. Right, so you're two for you're, you're two for two tonight. Good job. Well, that's a first ever. You know what? There's a first time for everything. Wow. But, but who said goodbye, though? All right. Who sings that? Is that Little Texas? Uh, maybe. I think it is. I think you're right. I, I think I got that one. Yeah. So anyway, so you're drinking uh, the Black Velvet Nitro Stout. Um, so w- while you're taking a sip of that beer over there, um, you know, when I saw that th- this was a San Diego, California beer, I autom- automatically thought about Beer Babe Jess. Oh um, yeah, she, she's out, she's out that way right now. Um, I hope she's doing well. Um, and I think we're we're gonna have Beer Babe Jess as a guest uh, in an episode coming up, uh, so people can check that out uh, coming soon. Um, we're gonna be we're gonna be we're gonna be drinking some hazy IPAs for that episode, man. So it's gonna be right oh, up your alley too. Yes, dude. Yeah. I've been holding out on the IPAs for a while. I've been trying yeah. to, you know, definitely trying to branch out and try more things. But dude, anytime we get IPAs on the podcast, I'm just like, Ermagerd, yes, so much yes. Yeah, and I don't want to spoil which ones we're gonna have, but yeah, we got we got a couple of hazies that we're gonna be bringing on. That's mm-hmm. her, that's her thing, and that's your thing. So we're gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Um, so Ale Smith Brewing is out of San Diego, or San Diego. Um, you can find them at Ale Smith Brewing. Uh, on the social medias. So this is kind of a, as, as far as stouts go, this is on the lighter end. It's a 5.2% ABV beer. Uh, yeah. it's, nitro, nitro, it's a nitro infused oatmeal stout. Um, so I'm interested to hear what you have to say about it while I drink my beer. Yeah. So this is one, uh, I pulled this right out of the fridge. I mean, literally 
maybe a minute before I cracked it here. And I believe I got it close to the proper serving temperature, which is between 45 and 50 degrees. Now, I don't have a thermometer in my office to make sure I'm getting these at the right temperature. I'll be honest. I'm just opening the beer, pouring it and enjoying it. Or a lot of times we take it right out of the can because that's what we do. Right. Yeah. Um, but man, so far, this is just, this is one thing I love about nitros. They just are, they, they have a, that's the right word. I want to say a certain cleanliness about them, yeah. but that's, that's not the right word. There's something else I'm looking for, but dude, this is just clean. Um, huh. and it, it goes down so smooth. Um, yeah, this is a, I believe this is a, an oatmeal stout, right? Yeah. And it's got some lighter than what I like notes of chocolate and coffee, right? Okay. Um, when I drink a stout, I want a little bit more of those big, bold flavors. And that's just me personally. Uh, but I, I want that big coffee. I want that big roasted. I want that dark chocolate. Okay. Um, but here it's a little lighter. But man, it's so smooth with the nitro. I honestly, I don't care. Yeah, and uh, this is a very low ABV beer. So, you know, five point two percent. You know what you just said. Um, the IBUs are super low, which we talked about with the last beer. This one comes in about twenty eight. Uh, so right on point. But so far, uh, I'm I'm enjoying it. Now, this is a first try for me. Uh, I mean, this is a brewery that's been around for a while. Oh, I, th- I want to say since ninety five, ninety six, something like that. So they they've been in the game for a hot minute. Um, but like this particular beer I haven't had before. Like, you know what? I, I want to give this one a shot and give it a, a live review and uh you know, go that route. But so far I'm I'm kind of a fan. And this is a first review for you, right? Uh for this beer, yes. I think I've reviewed a few beers, you know, prior to this one. But yeah, absolute first review for this beer. First yeah. time trying this beer. So all the all all new for me here. Cool. So while I'm drinking this one more, Mike, why don't you tell me a little bit about your Polar Eclipse, you know, from Rough Tail. Have, have you had a, a chance to drink any of it yet? I, I have. I've been drinking quite a bit of it. Um, so, yeah, so Rough Tail uh, is out of Oklahoma City. Um, the Polar Eclipse is a 10.5% uh, stout. Um, so, you know, it's, it's man, so I, I like it a lot. So I'm having trouble. So... Overall, it's really good. Let me read. Let me read what they had on what they the notes we have here for the beer. Sure. So it said so. It says light won't penetrate the polar eclipse imperial stout, which is true. It's a total eclipse of the heart. Like Bonnie Tyler came up with this beer or something. This imperial stout is loaded <laughs> with roasty malt flavor while being jam packed with notes of chocolate from malts and cocoa nibs. Uh, cacao nibs, uh, the truly full body beer that gives an intense yet uniquely balanced experience. Not unlike flirting with a Peruvian sex Panther. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it's, 60% of the time this beer will get you there every, every time. time. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I, I love the I love the anchor man, uh, you know, infiltrates every part of our lives. <laughs> Always. So, we have a beer from St. Diego. Yeah, Saint Diego, which literally translates to a whale's. I'm not even going to say it. I don't want to bleep this out in post. Yeah, um, it's quoting the movie, folks. You know, don't yeah. get mad at me. I stopped. Yeah, and yeah. Then yeah. The, we got the Anchorman coming everywhere. Yeah, Six Panther oh, over here. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh, love it! And you know that was completely unintentional, by the way. Yeah, sure. Um, right? It's just it's just happened. So I, I just, haven't happened to me a lot. 
Yeah. You know. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't good. know. Um, every now and then, like, uh, we have this geriatric bulldog um, who has made appearances on our Instagram every now and then. And, uh, so she's super sweet. It's, she's a rescue. Uh, she had a lot of issues and we took her in and I spent way too much money on her. Uh, but that's, that's beside the point. Um, but so she sometimes can be pretty stinky, right? So she's got some, sure. some, some digestive issues and anyway, so, uh, every now and then she'll let a toot or whatnot. And there's one day like just I, I without even thinking about it. Right. And my kids and everybody, I was, I was like, man, that smells like big, Bigfoot's duh. You know, you know what the next oh, word I'm going to say. Yes, I do. And uh, and I was like, I can't believe I just said that. Yeah. So anyway, but no, your dog Gracie. You know, she's got some uh, potent flatulence. Yeah, I've, I've been around that sweet dog. I mean, she's yeah. a sweetheart, dude. She is. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, she's she can um, let you know that she's there. Yeah. With her uh, with her butt noises. Yeah, it smells. Yeah, it's, it's more. It's more the smell. I mean, like if you're right next to it, you hear it. But man, you can be two states away and smell it. Um. So anyway, it's you know talk about Anchorman. You know. So anyway, yeah. you should so, get back to beer. Sorry yes. for the caveat, y'all. No. So yeah. So uh, Rufftail Beer. Uh. So Rufftail Brewing. You can find them at Rufftail Beer. Um. They've got a cool uh logo that I think is cool anyway with the with the um the lizard there on their logo and whatnot. So this beer, um, the can art has a giant, uh, iceberg, uh, polar eclipse across the top. Um, I think the can art's really well done. It's got a good uh, mix of colors. Um, there's a polar bear atop the iceberg, if you will. Um, so I think that's pretty well done. Um, so the beer itself, uh, again, it's 10.5%. So it's going to be, it's going to be a little bit, uh, up there as far as, you know, as the booziness goes, but, I'm getting a lot of like char flavors out of this. So as far as the, the smell, um, I got a little bit of char on the smell and some coffee. Right. And then, uh, in the taste it's, it, it is very cho- chocolatey. Um, you know, so it's, you know, almost, you know, like the, the syrup chocolate syrup you use in like making chocolate milk at home or if you yeah. put it on ice cream or whatnot. So it's, it's almost sure. gone to that level of chocolatiness right and, and i'm wow you know it's not like super sweet but it's a little sweet and it's got a little bit of the bitter with that chocolate you know um so i get that um and you know it is a little bit thicker uh, as far as the beer goes so maybe that's part of it too with the mouthfeel so um you know it's it, it definitely has a nice chocolatey uh taste from the front to the back uh you swish it around you keep getting that so um, you know, they're definitely going in the right direction there. And that's, I think that's their whole point. Right. And sure. Um, but it is a little bit sweet too. And it, I, it, it does not say anywhere that, you know, it's got any lactose in it. So, um, it's just, you know, it's not a milk stout. So the sweetness for me, um, seems like it's a higher than it, than I expected it to be. Now I like it. Right. Um, I think that, uh, I would like a little bit less char smell and char flavors, uh, especially at the front of the sip. Um, I think it could be a little toned down a little bit, but beyond that, I think it's a really good beer, man. Um, I don't, there, you know, this is nothing fancy. This is a straightforward, uh, chocolate Imperial stout. Um, you know, that, that, that's pretty much on point. 
Um, you know, so, um, I, I think it's well done. Uh, you know, if, if, if and I don't know if it, it doesn't say anywhere, but if, if it said anywhere that it had some lactose in it, I would definitely believe that too. So, um, I, you know, it's more in the, in, in that style. Um, so anyway, uh, I'll give it an eight out of 10 overall. That's still, that's solid, dude. Solid. So yeah. tell me about the can art on this. I mean, I've, of course I've got a picture of the show notes here, but tell me a little bit about what you're seeing. Oh yeah. So it's, it's got, it's got that, uh, it's what I've pictured is an iceberg, um, with the polar bear on top of it. Uh, it says polar eclipse up across the top, but it's got the, the white blue, uh, tones, uh, for the iceberg. And then behind it, so to speak, is the, the darkness of space. Um, and maybe and it's got some different swirls like the, maybe some Northern lights or something kind of going around. Um, but it's, it's pretty straightforward. It's, it's nothing too fancy as far as the, the can art goes. Uh, but it's, it's kind of neat. So I think the can art is pretty good too, to be honest. So I'll tell you what, what I see, Mike. I see yeah. two things in the same image here. What's that? So of course, you know where the polar bear is. If you look at the letter O in the word polar, it mm-hmm. looks like either A, um, an eclipse, right? Yeah. We have the the picture like the crescent moon, yeah, right, and it's being dotted out. And it also to me looks like the polar bear is wearing a parachute. <laughs> yeah, I could see, I, I could see that. <laughs> Oh, that's me being my. silly, but it's like polar bear parachuted and landed on the iceberg. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. So, so overall, I think the can art's pretty cool. Um, I wouldn't say the can art is what drew me to this. I think the overall I like styles and I look for them and whatnot, but, um, sure. but anyway, no, I think it's cool. Uh, and I'm glad I picked it up. Um, I'm glad it's, uh, making its way onto the bucket, the craft beer bucket list. Yeah, man, that's good. So anyway, so tell us about what you think about your beer over there. Yeah, so I've had the opportunity to, to drink more of this. And I tell you, the more I drink of it, the more I kind of like it. And for a lot of different reasons. Um, see, I'm going to go to Can Art, right? With this, I'm going to tie all this together here. But when I look at this particular can and I look at the color palette that they used, they have like a almost a matte black like we talked about with our Cabin Boys beer. Yeah, um, but it's got this orange, right? That that goes with it, and it reminds me a little bit of the Harley Davidson colors, right? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. And uh, the fonts that they use, it's got very very simple here. There's not a whole lot going on. There's no pictures. There's no photos really. Um, it, with the with the exception on the back of the can, they have the black velvet oatmeal stout. There's a picture of an anvil and a pint glass on top of it. So that's that's very small. It's got some information about the glassware to use, uh, serving temperature, and it lets you know that the brewery was established in 1995 in San Diego. Um, but really, on the face of the can, it just says L. Smith Brewing Company Black Velvet Nitro Stout, and it has like kind of a bow tie shape for where Nitro Stout goes. Um, it very much reminds me of what you'd see at like a an auto body shop or or a motorcycle repair shop, and I think that's cool. And but also with this, this beer reminds me by the look. And I'm going to use the word viscosity here. Um, the mouthfeel, because it kind of reminds me of motor oil. Um, this is kind of a thicker beer. It's a little sticky, if you will. 
Uh, and not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. It's it's a little yeah. thick. Almost reminds me of uh, man. What's that Italian beer? Um, I want to say per- Peroni. Am I saying that right? Peroni. I believe that's one that you pour out, and it kind of sticks. Like it just sticks to stuff. And maybe <laughs> okay. it's a different beer I'm thinking of, but I, I want to. So, it, folks, feel free to call me out on Instagram later if I'm if, if Peroni is not like that. It's been years and years since I've had one. No, but there's several dark Italian beers that are just like that. If you were to pour one in the in the in the bathroom sink, it would take forever for it to go down the drain. It's just like that. I, I always um, thought Peroni was a. I think it, I thought it was a lager, but I mean, I could be wrong. Is it? And, and maybe I'm wrong. It's like I've had several, you know, beers imported from Italy, and maybe I called out there. That's the only name I could remember. I, yeah. I could be completely out of line with that, and I fully fully admit it if I am wrong. It's like, <laughs> hey, I make mistakes. Okay. Um. But, you know, this really has a, a lot of, you know, bitterness and some burnt coffee there. It's got plenty of lactose and, and chocolatey sweetness, but it, it's thick. And I guess it maybe yeah. sticky is the wrong word, but it's a bit viscous, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, it, it's a super dark beer. Uh, it's, it's dark. I mean, obviously, it's, it's an oatmeal stout. Um, but all of those things combined for me are great. Because if this is a really thin, light-bodied beer, I'd be disappointed with the can that it's in, right? <laughs> Yeah. And so it all kind of ties together and but in a good way. It's not a, a nasty or, or gross beer. It's it's good. It's delicious and flavorful. Um I can see where where folks might be turned off by the thickness of it, right? Um I think it could be uh maybe a bit out of line to have when you know this thick and, and sweet, it might turn some folks off. But for me it's just whatever. I my taste bros like it. Uh, I enjoy yeah. the mouthfeel. Um, the low ABV on this for me is good. Um, I'm, I'm totally good with that. So, but this is, uh, this is, this is where I want to go with it, man. Very good. Yeah. So, um, I think I'm going to give this beer, um, I mean, it's, it's smooth. It's a nitro, yeah. which, which I like, uh, but overall, I think I would give this one an 8.5 as well. Um, I, I think this is a, it's, it's a great beer, man. It's got a nice mouthfeel, um, great flavor. It's got some, you know, oddball qualities to it. Okay. And, uh, I, I kind of like it. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to, so, I'm going to go with that. Sure. Um, do you, have you already thought about what song you're going to pair with your beer? Uh, I, I have actually. All right. So hit me. I'm going to go with Thunder Kiss 65 from White Zombie. Uh okay, I have no idea what that song is, but Thunder Kiss no. what? Thunder Kiss sixty five. Okay, interesting. All right, yeah, man. So it's kind of a it's a ninety. You've heard of Rob Zombie, right? Yeah, of course. So White Zombie was his band before he broke out on his own as Rob Zombie. Okay, so you can imagine it's like I'm sure you've heard the song. You probably just don't know it. Probably. Um, if if you listen to the song off the radio, it's kind of got some. Uh, how can I just say this? It has some sex sounds. I'll just say it like that. Okay. That leads into the song starting. Like everybody knows it. It's just is what it is. The radio edit, of course, leaves that off. Um, or at least they probably radio edit. Radio edit, yes. Um, but it's just a classic Rob Zombie, White Zombie sound. And they're talking about an old an old car from nineteen sixty five. So for me that fits with the the mood of the beer, the can art and everything. It all just ties in wonderfully. So, but tell me about your song, dude. Tell me what goes with the polar eclipse. Yeah, for the polar eclipse, I'm going to do, all right, stop. 
collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention, something. Grabs hold of me tightly, flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow to the extreme. I'm like Mike, like a vandal. Light up stage, watch, watch, watch like a candle. Damn. Go to the rest, go rest the speaker with a boom. Said, I don't remember how it goes. The rest of the wow. way, killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom, deadly. When I play adult melody, anything less than this is a felony. Leave it, love it, or leave it. You better gain weight. You better hit the bullseye, kid. Don't play. If there's a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Jake out the hook while my DJ revolves like ice, ice, baby. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with ice, ice, baby. All right. I'm surprised hey, I knew as much of that as I do. <laughs> Dude, we are we are children of the '90s, bro. Yeah. Um. How how could we not not know yeah. that? Seriously, I wonder, what, I wonder what year that song came out. But it's got to be an early '90s, right? Um. Let's see here. I I remember I was in fourth grade. Okay. When that song came out. So how old are you in fourth grade? Like eleven. So uh, I'm saying no, ninety. You're like nine or ten in fourth grade. Nine or ten. Okay. Right. So. I'm thinking so that's gonna be 1990, 91. You know, I'm gonna pick up my phone right now and Google it because I, yeah, I should Google just know that. Yeah. yeah. So while you're doing that, I'm gonna kind of do a review here. Um, so tonight we had three different beers. Um, we had Cabin Boys, uh, Felix Tenebras or Tenebra. Um, it's an orange uh, stout from Cabin Boys Brewing out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. I gave it an 8.5. Ray gave it an 8.5, which means it got an 8.5. Um, I, I paired it with Marshall Tucker's ba- Marshall Tucker band fire in the mountain and Ray paired it with Coldplay's yellow. Um, and after that, you followed up Ray with the black velvet nitro from L Smith. Um, you gave it an 8.5, uh, and paired it with white zombie thunder kiss 65. And then I drank rough tails polar eclipse, which is an Imperial stout and gave it an eight and uh, paired it with vanilla ice, ice, ice baby. Um, so we got an 8.5 and 8.5 and eight, which means all three of these beers should go on your craft beer bucket list. They're all beers. You got to try before, before you, die. you die. Yeah, man. Yeah. So when did ice ice baby come out? July 2nd, 1990. All right. So yeah, so that's good. I was, I was, I was, I was 10. Yeah. So. So I was, I was nine years old then. Yeah. That's Crazy. right. You're, you're just a few months older than I am. Yeah. I'm an old man over here. Better listen to your elders. That's right. So, uh, so anyway, yeah, I mean, that's a, you know, you're right. We had a solid lineup. We had three great beers. Uh, all three of them going to crap your bucket list. Um, you know, before we close out, there, there was a couple other people. I think we, we may have missed on our shout out social media. And I want to, I want to hit a couple of them. I don't know if you've got any more, but um, you know, we talked about beer, babe, Jess is going to come on soon uh, to the, to the podcast. And we appreciate that. Um, Another uh, special guest we're going to be having um, later in the season is the Oklahoma Women's Craft Beer Society, um, and that's going to be kind of a, a, a fun thing. Uh, they're they're kind of uh, hitting the ground running with a lot of what they're doing, and we want to have them on and chat and learn all about them. Um, so uh, you know, I, I think both of those deserve a good mention. Um, I'll leave it to you, Ray, to um, send us out. Absolutely. So I want to thank everybody again for checking out our podcast, Craft Brew Bucket List. Again, everybody that follows us or stumbles on us on the Instagrams, Facebook, Twitter, all the interaction. I absolutely love that. I look forward to looking at it a few times every day and, and hitting that heart button. 
or the like button on the responses and uh, having conversations in the DMs with folks. All appropriate, of course, right? You guys are great. And uh, I, I appreciate just open, candid conversation. I learned so much from everybody that follows us. And so, of course, big shout out to the breweries that we featured tonight. Uh, might give their information. So please go check them out. Look at them on social media. Find their web pages. Show them some love from wherever you're at. If you're not even the same time zone, the same country, just wherever. You know, we're broadcast all over the world. I think we're at 19 countries at this point. But still, it doesn't matter where you're at. We've got the interwebs. Go check out the breweries, man. Show them some love. Let them know where, where you're at, where you're from, and uh, that you heard of them through our podcast. Prep your bucket list. Go ahead and tag us in those posts. We love that. And so thank you to everybody, whether wherever you're listening to us from, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, or even our home on anchor.fm, uh, which is, of course, now owned and managed by Spotify. So huge shout out to those who uh, help us distribute this podcast. So any, in any case, I want to thank everybody. And if you don't follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, please go ahead and give us a follow and a like and share us with your friends and families. And I have to please, please, please remind you guys to never drink and drive, but do drink local. And we will see y'all on a future episode. Adios. Crap Beer Bucket List is partially supported by Red Dirt LLC. Red Dirt is a parks, recreation, and tourism services agency with the goal to provide the tools, information, and leadership to help guide, plan, and market your organization or business. Red Dirt provides media management, photography and videography, research and analysis, and overall management for excursions and experiences for your agency. Visit reddirt.us.